Hi guys, thank you for tuning in to the Bent Masterclass podcast. I am your host Kate and I'm really, really, really excited about hosting you on the very first episode of our new series going by the name of The Industry's New Normal. Well, that was for effect. But we need to agree on one thing before we begin. Is that change is one thing that will always be constant in your life as an individual or in your business. So it's our responsibility to make sure that we stay ahead of what is likely to change. This COVID-19 season has really brought out the best and the worst in organizations out there all over the world, mostly because it showed how prepared we were to tackle a pandemic. In every classroom I have been in, one of the factors that are likely to affect an organization are nature-related factors. It could be a tsunami, it could be a pandemic like COVID-19, it could be anything really. And what this COVID season has taught us is that most organizations are not prepared. That became the inspiration for going through this segment just to see what the organizations are doing to make sure that they survive this pandemic and I think that we can draw some really great lessons from what has happened during this season so that whatever is coming next I'm not praying for anything disclaimer but whatever happens we are ready for it you need to be open-minded about what is likely to change and get ready to plan for how we would handle different kinds of changes. The changes that have happened this season include things like how people work, people's ability to move around, people's health situations, the financial aspect. There are people who became broke. There are people who got fired. There are people who got rich all within the same period and the difference is where this pandemic found them anyway that was just a tidbit to get you thinking about what this whole series is gonna be about and just as we start this i would like for us to discuss an industry that was shaken for sure because it depended entirely on people's ability to move around but a lot of organizations came out of this pretty strong they picked up the lessons and they ran with them and that's what being an entrepreneur is about you see the opportunities and the threats deal with the threats turn them into opportunities look at your strengths and your weaknesses turn those weaknesses into your strengths or work on them and make them opportunities for you. This industry that we're going to talk about is the tourism industry. 
this one hit me hard because I knew for 2020 all I wanted was a holiday I worked really hard in 2019 to achieve my targets to make sure that I get a good bonus the following year and all that was working so well I was appraised and I got a really good score this past appraisal and I knew for a fact that that holiday was a given and then who is COVID? COVID knows no 2019 issues or how hard you had worked COVID-19 came and it took away my holiday just like that I wouldn't want to say that I was I did not plan well but I was blindsided for sure and so are most organizations in that tourism space because we went from a situation where businesses were booming people had money people had saved I was really looking forward to my bonus it was going to be the reason for my holiday I was going to celebrate how hard I had worked the previous year and all that changed in the blink of an eye the organization I work for decided that to defer bonuses so I did not have the money to go on this holiday one I could not move around even if I could get the money Two, because of what COVID had done in terms of boundaries how far you could go I was stuck in Nairobi basically my husband and I had really been looking forward to this and all of a sudden because of what happened we found ourselves in a space where we weren't prepared for such a situation that was likely to happen we didn't know in 2019 that despite working all that hard something else could stand in the way of our very well planned out holiday and well we found ourselves in the middle of this pandemic and I became very very keen to just try and see what the experts in this industry were going to do about solving my problem and I'm glad to say that a lot of good came out of this I'm glad to say that there are many organizations that saw opportunity as opposed to just closing up shop and disappearing forever they decided to take different approaches and as we start off I'd like to just do a quick SWOT analysis of what this industry had at the point where COVID-19 came into the picture so the good thing about the tourism business models is that they are pretty dynamic and pretty flexible mostly because they need to fit into different countries with different cultures and it's really good that most organizations had gotten this part right you can't have a standard business model for an entire tourism industry you need to be ready to to shift with times because a lot of times this industry is driven by culture it's driven by what people want and that is something that changes more often than not so as far as they are concerned they had 
this as a strength and also the fact that this is an industry that had just started evolving we had just moved from the traditional holidays that were pre-planned and you would just take your whole family put them in a vehicle or whatever means of transport you would use and go and figure out what you're going to do while on holiday to a situation where it was the organization that you choose to work with that would create the experiences for you they would pre-plan what activities you would do once you booked a holiday with them and that kind of evolution had started happening before the covid-19 pandemic came into play this gave them an upper hand when it came to now dealing with what covid-19 had in store the weakness that this industry had was again it was it's a seasonal industry uh for example in my country Kenya people usually go on holiday 3 months in a year that would either be in April in August or in December while students are at home for holiday and this never opened up any opportunities for the tourism industry to look beyond that. However, we found ourselves in a situation where children were home throughout. They needed to be entertained. Who really saw that coming? And what could they really do about it? Which organizations were at the forefront of making use of that? We'll see, we'll see. The other thing was that it was very dependent on how well an individual or a family planned out their finances. And if they were like me who were just waiting on bonus to go on holiday and did not really plan for the holiday in advance, then a lot of holidays got cancelled because a lot of people were also like me just waiting on that extra pocket money that was not part of my monthly budget to come and take me on holiday to experience something that I wasn't already experiencing and well this turned out to be a weakness because a lot of them either had to figure out what to do because someone like Kate would not have booked her holiday and for those who had booked their holiday what did that mean for once the pandemic is over it would mean that if they had received that money and spent it on something else they they decided to you know they had already paid for the planned experience and by the time they could deliver this uh things had changed again what did that mean for the customer what value are they going to give or uh, does it mean that they have to give the money back that was where the financial weaknesses of people affected this industry on the bright side there were some opportunities that came along i want to discuss that last i would think maybe this threats should come fast because all of a sudden people could not travel all of a sudden people had to be home all of a sudden people didn't have money to go on holiday 
all of a sudden the holidays that had already been booked were either cancelled or postponed what would an organization do with that to kill the organization to refund the customers you know because they are still paying employees they are still running their operations and yet customers customers had already booked their holidays which were not likely to happen within the period that had been anticipated they had to either give refunds or give opportunities to reschedule and who knew if the organizations they had partnered with were willing to accept the change but all the same there are some opportunities that presented themselves in this industry one of them that really came out strong is the concept of staycations we moved away from planning long period holidays where it was the entire family to being able to plan a day or two within a local hotel or a local airbnb to just take a break and run away from everything that was happening which if you ask me has really changed how i look at a holiday because now i can take a break and a break from work and just take a day or two visit one of the local hotels and just spend two days or three days there alone or with my husband or all three of us as a family and just enjoy that experience having someone cater to me having the opportunity to visit a spa having the opportunity to just go and eat food that is outside of what we normally cook at home you know that concept of staycations was taken up pretty fast by the smart organizations in the industry and if you ask me it's the only thing that saved this industry in time if it wasn't for the fact that we could do staycations because one most hotels are hardly ever booked in the periods when covid came into effect that's around march and all of a sudden it was either your home or you're in an enclosed space even to work if you couldn't work from home you would rather go to a hotel uh, and work from there you know just pay to use that space and that's what saved this industry if you ask me because the concept of vacations didn't get lost in the pandemic the other thing is we started to look at holidays differently in that it didn't have to be like an entire week of vacationing but rather you can even take just a day or two to take a break and come back all refreshed and ready that actually allowed these organizations to benefit from multiple short stays as opposed to one single long stay which usually they would give a discount for or bump your package etc but now they get more small small frequent visitors which again changed how they make their money Another thing is a lot of hotels came up with exclusive local hotel deals. Uh 
which allowed people to just visit those hotels spend a few days there experience what they had to offer and have them use word of mouth to advertise or to give referrals to their friends based on the experiences that the people had while on their stay and these deals mostly came out due to influencer marketing i still think this has been a big big game changer in marketing and we'll discuss that when we get to that industry but they have had an effect on every other industry within this covid period these influencers some of them had started doing vlogs video vlogs of their lives and some of them had decided to take tourism as their main area of future shout out to abosha Maxine, among others who I would regularly tune into their content just to see where they're traveling to, what they've experienced, also in a bit to find a holiday destination for myself and my husband and my son. But when COVID-19 came in, even she couldn't travel. But came a time when the rules were a bit more relaxed and it wasn't feeling like a lockdown as much she started going on staycations which now opened up my eyes into what the local hotels and airbnbs had to offer just within nairobi even within kikuyu i could find a hotel and just take a day pay bed and breakfast or pay half board or full board for just one night or two go sleep there enjoy being catered to and come back home having had a break and those opportunities were picked again by just the smartest and the quickest players in this industry and something else that really came out strong was the creativity of Kenyan organizations hotels actually in this case they shifted their offerings based on the situation that we were going through so the first thing that they were really pushing is the staycations as soon as the country was just opened up a little bit staycations became a thing they started reaching out to influencers and they would always have some amazing deals which they still have by the way now is the time to book a holiday honestly the deals are pretty sweet but yeah those staycations really became a thing how they were being advertised again was quite different from the traditional they decided to go the influencer way or just having sponsored ads all over social media because now a lot of people had become accustomed to having a lot of time on their hands and social media was the place to be and if you were on social media or had a presence on social media you were likely to definitely benefit from sponsored marketing advertisements either on Instagram or Facebook where people were because this covid season made people less mobile and more interactive on social media uh those who took advantage of those specific 
ways to advertise their businesses really gained from just advertising their staycations and their offers online where people could easily find them they also showed their creativity when it came to the mutahikagwe deals this came at a time when in kenya it was banned to go to hotels still is actually go to hotels and drink or um go to a bar or a club and just party all night like we were used to and kenyans had to stop and actually either stock on alcohol via online stores or just not drink at all so the minute uh we were given a little bit of leeway to go to a restaurant and order food with a drink kenyans became kenyans organizations and companies really jumped on board with this and you would find these hotels giving offers that related to you buy the alcohol and get a room free usually to do the other way around get a room and get a free bottle of champagne or something but now just to get in with the humor of the moment that creative aspect came in the mutahika with deals you pay for the alcohol and they give you a free room it was pretty much the same cost just how they packaged it made it sound so creative also events that were happening relating to tourism things like uh, game drives things like the wilderness migration also took a different twist from what we were used to and all of a sudden a lot of these organizations were able to pre-plan for you a proper day out to go and see the wilderness migration or create opportunities for staycations that allowed you to be part of the event and people really got hooked on this whole staycation event Another thing was the concept of single day holidays where you just take a day off you know you can't get like if you work 6 days a week that seventh day can be a holiday you get a chance to go on a game drive with deals like what bonfire has of 2000 do a game drive in kulanyama you know things like that that are really taken for granted like as Kenyans we hardly ever enjoy just seeing our wildlife but a lot of people travel across the world to just come and see our lions now bonfire among others gave you the opportunity to do that at an affordable single day rate cost and if you needed to go on a sleepover staycation they would organize for you with the hotels within the the parks and you would get some really sweet deals so this really worked especially as the country was starting to open up the other thing is something that we take for granted but it became necessary and will probably be necessary for the next couple of years is the health and safety measures so they had been a laxity in terms of applying these rules 
rules and regulations to determine or to maintain the health and safety of people who are traveling or people who are staying in a certain location but now it moved from being an an issue to being the issue if you're not willing to wear a mask don't come in if you're not willing to sanitize don't even bother if you're not willing to you know deal with the government guidelines or the international or WHO guidelines on COVID-19 prevention then you are treated like a true issue you would be kicked out of a hotel just because you didn't follow the guidelines and I'm grateful because this is a culture we need to maintain and you'll actually notice that even for some sicknesses that we were just so used to getting including the common cold over the period of July August this time was a non issue most people bypassed that period without even sneezing once because all of a sudden you're wearing a mask throughout you're sanitizing and those germs are getting killed it it actually works it's 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 something we take for granted but it worked and i'm grateful and i hope that this part stays even after the covid-19 pandemic has passed that people will be more careful about how they interact with others that they will all wear masks and just continue to sanitize and keep clean and maintain social distance if it's not necessary to interact just in order to make sure that our health and safety is guaranteed and that brings me to the end of this first episode and i'm really really glad that you joined me if you have any questions any opinions on what we've discussed today any extras that you'd like to bring to the attention of other listeners please do so in the voice note page on anchor or leave a comment on google cast or whatever platform that you are listening from and i will be sure to share that with the rest of the world and thank you so much for tuning in i have been your host and i have thoroughly enjoyed taking you through what the tourism industry's new normal looks like and i hope to go on holiday maybe not now maybe next year but I really really hope that I will be a better planner based on what I have learned about this industry and I will be able to go on that much needed holiday. So thank you for tuning in and have a good evening. Bye guys. Mm-hmm.